Welcome back to the Let's Get Wicked podcast. I'm your host, Joker underscore Jonesy, and today we got lots to talk about. But before I dive into all that, let me introduce our fellow host on the show. And we have someone new on here, so I'll let them go ahead and introduce themselves. Hi, uh, I'm Robo-sensei. Uh, I really enjoy Villainous. I heard someone talk about it at um, a game store a long time ago, and eventually I picked it up in the expansions, and I'm like, this is a game that I really want to keep playing. And um, um, I help run the community Discord server with Wero, and yeah. Oh, yeah, well, hi, I'm here. Um, I, I rambled on last time. Um, yeah, I like Robo said, um, I help run the Discord. I don't really do that much. I mean, I'm like, let him do it. But I, my main thing is the wiki for Villainous. I'm Headmaster Ditto. I'm the odd one out. I don't really do anything but sit here and gush about the game. <laughs> don't mind me. And that's what you do best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There, there needs to be a gusher, like those candies that existed like in the 90s or something. I don't know. Did they make oh, those? Those were fantastic. Those were incredible. Oh, they were. Yeah, but now, now they just taste like ones. plastic, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's the thing. Well, see, I'm pretty sure Ditto is like, Are you? would you say you're probably the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan of the four of us? Uh, of the four of us, absolutely. Yeah. Of the server, absolutely not. Okay. Well, I was going to say, of the four of us, you are definitely the gusher because you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, so... Yeah, yeah. I played uh, Kingdom Hearts two for like an hour, and then I got bored with it. Oh, really? I no. have not played any of them, so I will take myself out of this oh, particular. No. Contest. I actually could. T- <laughs> I could talk pretty good because Kingdom Hearts, the original Kingdom Hearts, is one of my favorite games of all time. Actually, so I can I could speak, but that's not what this show is about. Let's get wicked. It's all about. I mean, table ta- a table or to- our, not tabletop simulator. Disney villainous, a game where you take on a Disney villain. And you try to go do your own evil deeds. And today, we originally, this being our second show, we were going to talk about our tier list. But we're actually going to save that one for next time. Because believe it or not, we are recording this the day before the podcast actually launches. And a few days ago, we heard some news. Some very perfectly wretched news. That we have a new expansion on the horizon. And it's called Perfectly Wretched. And we got lots to say. Um... Overall, overall thoughts before we really do a deep dive. What do y'all think? I have mixed feelings. Um, definitely Pete came out of nowhere. So we're doing Corel DeVille. We're doing Mother Gothel. We're doing Pete. I am psyched for those first two. Pete, like, it's definitely better than Oogie Boogie. I really hope they never do Oogie Boogie. I know you guys really stand <laughs> uh. Pete is... Like, this is our first time we're outside of the Disney animated canon. But I think it, like, I have rationalized it now because he's kind of, like, predating the canon. Because, like, he's from, like, they're basing all his gameplay off of those old black and white shorts that are, like, leading up into, eventually we'll do Snow White sort of thing. So he's, like, grandfathered in, and I am fine with that. But, like, look. Looking at his gameplay so far, he just seems kind of generic. He feels like what someone would say, make me a Disney villain without any actual context from a movie. Like, or not even make me a Disney villain. Make me a character for villainous, but I'm not giving you a character. Just make one. It's like, okay, I'll make Bob the villain. And he needs to do these things. Like, Like, the goals that we've seen so far, there's accumulate 10 strength at one location and there's play a certain card and get at least four power and those all seem kind of generic maybe okay we haven't seen a lot of his deck we've seen like four cards from his deck and two car two of his heroes maybe there's more something interesting there i am holding out for maybe there will be but from what we've seen so far he seems kind of very generic there doesn't really seem to be much flavor to him that there is in all the other ones but now, yeah but you're interested at least in the other two right I would say you would say. Oh, so. very much so. I'm really psyched <laughs> to play Mother Gothel, um, and Corolla seems fun as well. Yeah. There are um, there are five objective tokens for Pete. Do we know how they're going to be set I'm, up? Have to guess it's just a random four, like you shuffle them up when the game starts and just deal in four random ones. That's well, the only thing I can think of. From the picture we have of his realm, there's one space that doesn't have one. But there's also yeah. gold token under his thing so i'm thinking what's happening is once he completes a goal he takes it off the board that's my guess i think so when i read the comicbook.com article 
um, the way that it was phrased in the article, at least, is that you get to choose. So, because it also makes sense that, like... Yeah, that's way better. Yeah, because, like, I think that's what's going to make Pete really interesting is the fact that, like, it seems like well, you flip the gold hmm. tokens over on each of the locations, you get to choose where they go, <clears throat> and then, like, the opponent, when they're fading you, actually has to kind of guess on how you're going to do stuff or, like, what you're actually trying to do. Because they're obviously going to know, like... All right, you're gonna pick this one. You're gonna pick this one probably, but where are they gonna put it? I don't know. I need to figure that out. So there's a little bit more you, of a meta game to that. Do you like? Do you put them on your own board, face down? That's what it seems. I like. think you do put them down, face down, because this Clarabelle cow yeah. will reveal one to everybody. Up, yeah. But oh. I don't think I don't think Pete himself picks where they go because then you're gonna have like newer players being like I don't know where the fuck to put these yeah um and there's gonna be like you're gonna start the game with analysis paralysis I so I think it's how... more likely it's gonna be randomly determined like pick pick four throw them down and then look at them later maybe I wonder how flexible it's really gonna be because I'm looking at the board right now and the objective on the board says complete the four selected goals. So I don't know if Pete's going to get to choose out of those five and when he has to choose which ones go to which location. I don't know. If there's a good amount of flexibility to that, then... Because I would assume Pete has to know. This may be the ultimate like, counter meta. I might assume kind of that hair. they start face up. Oh, no, because Clarabelle... But I, yeah. Clarabelle flips them over. Right. So okay. it's I at was... least hidden information for him. I was going to say, it made it look like you just flip it over to the money bag side when it's done, and that's like how you... Tell it's no, done. That, no, because there's the one that's so like yeah. Podunk Landing doesn't have one, so I'm okay. pretty sure he already did. It takes it off Podunk yeah. Landing. That would make sense. I'm, I'm just I'm wondering how flexible he's going to be because he could end up being the counterplay character. Yeah. In terms of what? In terms, just in because here's what I'm thinking. Oh, you mean like and, setting up his goals to match yeah, whoever? Yeah, setting up to match whoever he's against. So, like, if he's playing against somebody who has a bunch of conditions against allies, you know, he probably doesn't want the one that says have allies with 10 strength here. Yeah, that's a, that's a point. Just because he can skirt around oh, that condition. Oh, right, right. Yeah. That kind of counterplay. There's some characters where, like, their conditions are worthless in certain matchups. Exactly. And I think that's what, if I'm understanding what Pete is like here, that's kind of the idea with him. Yeah, is just okay. knowing your opponent's deck and knowing, okay, I can get around this. Yeah. I can See, invalidate I, I these think, cards. I think he'll be really interesting, is, yeah. That seems more likely for, like, a fan-made character who's, like, someone who is already familiar with everybody. If this is going to be, this is not an expansion. This is an expand alone. This True. is potentially someone's first game. Um, so here, here's Villainous here. Go play Pete. Um they're not going to know what the hell they're doing, and they're just going to randomly pick it. And I think because of that, it's just going to be randomly determined what your goals are. And then once they're down, you can take a look at what they are. So I don't think. I mean, I mean, so we don't know. We don't know. This is just guess. Too. Uh, they've had kind of a simple, easy to understand character. They've had the middle of the road, and then they've had one that had kind of a complex, weird mechanic. Yeah. And I think that is Pete here. I think. Uh, as complex as this goal thing is making itself out to be at this point, like I said, we'll know eventually anyway, but I think this could be set up as a really interesting, flexible type of character. I think one of the things I want to point like, out, or finish your thought before I go. Those are going to say no two people are going to play Pete the same way. Each person is probably going to look at these five different goals and say, okay, I like getting to X, Y, or Z better because that's just my play style versus oh well i like playing somebody who's super heavy into vanquishing so i have to play scar or i have to play you know stuff like that yeah one of the things i was going to point yeah, out is that i think definitely. this expansion is like i agree that yeah it is a standalone game you're trying to introduce as a new people but i think we're with this expansion overall and we'll talk about this in more in depth with the other well, obviously with pete and the other characters is uh I don't really think this is meant for newcomers. I think this is honestly like meant for you were a fan of Disney villainous probably from the beginning. You have probably at least played one of the expansions and both of the expansions have a relatively like complex character in them or someone with a lot of like deep complexity compared to the other characters. And um, this one just like cracks it all on its head. 
You know, like none of these. Uh, granted, I will. I will say none of these villains seem like the easy one. There is no Hades or Scar here. I mean, the the closest is maybe Cruella, but yeah. like looking at her cards, she has a card that. Pull, puts tokens on the board. She has a card that moves the tokens around. She has a card that captures the tokens once they're on her board. Like she has a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm, and right. then with Mother Gothel, there's Rapunzel is shuffling along all on her own, and then she's trying to get trust. But then, like I don't know, it's, it seems like none of these are the simple one. No. And there's also with Mother Gothel is that her board is just completely not assembled like someone else's board is no i noticed this too she does have that, a unique board yeah one uh, of the the space with because, the one at the top has two card plays and well, it's like power two and it's pretty obvious yeah. as to why oh. it's because rapunzel will always be in the realm so you're always going to have something blocked true here's something uh, i just noticed different. and don't like your second fate action is at the tower and it's on top oh, so <laughs> you're trying ooh, to keep rapunzel there all the time food. If you're trying you're to keep it there all the time, you're not going to be able to fate two turns in a row. Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait well, hold on. Um, Because Rapunzel moves at the end of your turn. So if you spend your turn of... moving Rapunzel back, she's then going to immediately... Oh, it's at the... I thought it was the start of her turn. No, it's the end of your turn. Yeah. Oh, okay. But if you have... Like, if she's at the forest and you don't want her to move to Corona, you'd have to defeat her and... You'd have to, um, yeah, pull her back pull her back your turn. Unless you have another card she that lets you move probably her back all the time. Oh, we should. Or you don't mind her going to Corona, or you just don't want her staying in Corona. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, we should explain what Rapunzel does to people. Yeah, we should. Ah, yes. So, so (laughs) Mother Gothel is her goal is start your turn with ten trust. So rather than what we all thought, where we're going to move Rapunzel back, or at least that's what I think most of us thought. um, That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely different, which, honestly, it's more thematic. Nobody nobody can think of these weird mechanics except the game designers. True. No joke. Well, it's well, because... because we're all trying to probably think within what they've done before, whereas yeah. they're actively trying to think yeah. of new stuff. And then and we, ju- we just can't pick up on that because they're the ones all behind it. Well, like, one thing I've noticed is, like, so, like, if you look at the core game, like, the core game doesn't break the engine, really. Like, the only things they establish are... Right, because it, it's, be, yeah. it's supposed to be the introductory, the base game. You got all these relatively more simple characters. You don't have someone... You don't have all these extra Moving secondary parts. piles, like Evil like um, like um, Evil Queen and Facilier and Scar. Yeah, I mean the wonkiest one is Ursula because her lock token stays on the whole time and she doesn't have a vanquish. Yeah. But everyone else, like you've got our first kill a hero, Captain Hook. You've got our first insta win. You got Queen of Hearts, and then you've got some item hunters and Maleficent who are start a turn villain. Or no, and then you get a Prince John. Right. And Moth Moth was kind of seemed like Prince John ish. Uh, I think she, she might be like a bit more. Unless you have a lot of stuff that just makes you lose trust, or that you don't have a lot of stuff that can actually gain you trust, I think she might be like Prince John, but better. Mm. Yeah, because of how she has re- she has really powerful bottom spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are and pretty like good. You always, if you if you want to, you can bounce between two spaces that always have three things available. Yes, yes, you so can. So hero, heroes cannot cripple you down to two spaces unless you're going to the other two spaces, which you're probably going to be going to Corona for fate. But otherwise... yeah, but yeah, both of her fate locations are normal sort of spaces, which is different except, from. Hmm? Except like Rapunzel's Tower, like you have play a card in fate and stuff, but like I don't like locations that don't have gain power. Hmm. True. Do we know? Do we know what's up on top for Corona? My best guess is that it, that's the game one power spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I have been able to suss out the upper right for Corona is discard. um, discarded cards. I'm guessing the top okay. left one is game one. Yeah. <clears throat> that's that's pretty consistent. Or she might not have a game one power location. Because I think of all, like, we've already seen all the actions for Pete and for Corella DeVille. They don't have a move a hero action. Um, really Mother Gothel seems primed to have one, but where would it go? Would that could that be in the snuggly well, duckling? I don't or... know that she's going to have a move a hero thing necessarily because Rapunzel, you move by vanquishing her. 
and that's the only one you really care about. There's probably also cards that'll let you move Rapunzel. Yeah, Yeah, so like the sideburn stabbing moves her. Um, Egomania moves her. I mean, I mean, um, Vanquishing her moves her all the way back to Rapunzel's tower, but if you had to move a hero action, that could move her one space. Okay, so anyway, Rapunzel says, um, (laughs) Rapunzel says at the end of Mother Gothel's turn, move Rapunzel one location towards Corona. If Rapunzel is already at Corona, Mother Gothel loses one trust. When Rapunzel is defeated, move her back to Rapunzel's tower. And we're assuming that Rapunzel will start the game in play at the tower. Yeah. And that's the only thing that makes sense. She also acts as a a four-strength hero. Right. It's also an, and then no, uh, Mother Gothel's which... locations from left to right are Rapunzel's Tower, the Snuggly Duckling, the Forest, and Corona. Oh, so since Rapunzel like stays in play and it says to move her when she's defeated, does that mean that when you defeat her, would that remove any items attached to her? I would Technically, so. yes, I would say so, yeah, because that's how all the other ones okay. work. So Frying Pan's probably just going to be add strength. <clears throat> yeah. It's also important Let's to note that this she time. is a tile, so unlike... So something we didn't point out about this is that so one of the things yeah, she if you can't go on Twitter into the deck, I'm guessing. you can go well, to let me, okay let me pull up yeah. rules for defeat because I know like well defeat means that when you, when it's done you discard the allies and the heroes but Rapunzel just said when Rapunzel is defeated you move her and in order to move something it has to be in play or else well, it, it would it be it does say defeat though because um like hypnotize says defeat it. And then um, but I think it also says. Let me. Okay, let me check the. Oh right. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'm... hypnotize. Uh, defeat a hero and move them to the bottom of your board. So it doesn't explicitly say discard items on them, but it's implied. So I think if you do defeat the same case here, Wait, lose. does does Jafar even have any fate items? Uh, wish he doesn't. Yes, wish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I assume if you hypnotize like Aladdin with Wish, you wouldn't... Yeah, he just loses the Wish, yeah. Yeah, he loses okay. Wish. So I assume that when you defeat Rapunzel and move her back, the, like a frying pan would be discarded. Yeah. And that, yeah. by the way, is why Aladdin's worded the way it does, that if he has something like the lamp, or oh, like the way the def- lamp's worded, that it comes back to your side of the board, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Otherwise, the lamp would get discarded when Aladdin died, and that, that would defeat the purpose. Yeah, that would <laughs> be fine. Well, total well, ass. I mean, I think, I think he's built like that to ensure that, like... To make sure that you get your items back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So we know for fact Rapunzel's a tile. Ravensburger show, showed this image off on Twitter, where it's actually showing the card as a tile. So rather than it being part of her fate deck, it's actually something that's like unique. So we are assuming she does start and play probably at the tower because obviously your mm-hmm. mover starts at the first space. Sense. So, uh, so she's kind of like Radigan's um, objective tile. Yeah, um, which I find we keep getting into this. I just find more interesting that they're, they're okay with making these extra components. But I'm I'm okay with this um, as long as the price stays the same. Yeah, I actually what the thing I'm most surprised <laughs> about is she's got on the forest on the top just one space. That is mm-hmm. really weird to me. Like, well, super weird. It, it kind of goes back to what I was mentioning before. Rapunzel is going to be spending a lot of time in those two middle squares. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that she's not being super inhibitive just by existing. Right. Would you guys think plus, the Snuggly Duckling's got plus, two at the top? Uh, no, it's probably one, two. Oh, uh, I don't okay. know if we got a good shot of that. But um, the thing about it is Mother Gothel has a lot of interaction with Rapunzel off-screen, but on-screen really doesn't up until the climax, if I'm remembering the movie right. Yeah, I mean, like, so, she starts yeah. off Tank the movie. Like, there's yeah. the whole, like, there's song. There's the song at the beginning, and then the very ending scene. In the middle, there's not, from what I remember, a whole lot of direct confrontation, so... No, there is. There is, actually. Because, like, there's the whole beginning um, where they have this whole discussion about, no, you can't leave the tower, and then she Mother says, hey, can you go get me a birthday present? And Mother Gothel goes off, and then Rapunzel goes off. Um, they don't meet again until like about two thirds of the way through the movie, where there's the reprise of Mother Knows Best. Yeah. Um, and that. then after that, they sing the whole love song, and then there's all of the betrayal runarounds, the Stabbingtons, um, and Rapunzel goes back to Mother Gothel, and then it goes back to the tower. And that's when Rapunzel realizes, oh, I'm the special baby. That's true. <laughs> she yeah. cuts her hair. 
Yeah. So that oh. there is definitely interaction between them. It does um, some, but do you think it's... like the king and queen are going to be here? Probably not. They got what? 15 seconds of screen time. Total. <laughs> I'm actually curious about the heroes because what it would be. Um, it's going to be Flynn. So we know obviously. it's going to be Pascal. I didn't put Pascal on the wiki because I can't see what he does. Um, this is, uh, we got Flynn Rider. We got Maximus. We got Pascal. Maximus references Royal Riders. So those are probably so going to be gonna a couple be of just yeah. generic Queen's Guards. Kind of. uh, probably some of the guys in the Snuggly Duckling who sing the song. Um, I don't think those would be heroes, would they? I know those would they absolutely would. be heroes. They would. Yeah, I mean, if they you're help. against the villain, they're a hero. They they helped they helped out at the end though. They did. Hmm. And then there's probably going to be like oh duh, cards I'm... like the lanterns. Yeah, like the, a, yeah. A, well, I'd see that as an effect or something, maybe. Yeah, that would be an effect. Um. um Probably like the, the lanterns would probably be an effect that moves Rapunzel. Probably. Yeah, it just moves or just one. straight up breaks trust. Could do. Yeah, I'm curious if Rapunzel is gonna be the only way to lose trust, um, or like I make know, it so Flynn she. Rider for sure, you can tell. I don't think moving Rapunzel with fate would really be worth doing because the effect happens at the end of Mother Gothel's turn. So like you fate you fate them and now they're at Corona. Okay, it doesn't do anything at the start of their turn and yeah, they, they're so. probably going to move them back at the end before but the then end they of their turn spend anyway time doing that i mean it sure. you don't want to be sending her back to the tower every turn no no because that would because you honestly, want fatal yeah <clears throat> that, yeah there's going to be a management of um keeping rapunzel as back far as possible and also i want these spaces next turn mm -hmm. hmm that's gonna be really interesting to like micromanage that it's gonna be a fun meta game to play with her. Yeah. But you got three spaces. You got three actions on the bottom for two locations, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes her really strong. But we'll see just how strong that ends up being in the end. The only card we yeah, haven't I talked about yet is hairbrush. So hairbrush mm. is like when you play it or when it gets moved to her location, you gain a trust. So. I'm curious. Oh. oh, interesting. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it makes sense for the move icon to be at the tower. Um. There's a move icon at the forest, so there's gonna be kind of like an interesting little thing of like if if we expect Rapunzel to stay between the duckling and the forest, like are you gonna try to chain that trust every turn? Because another thing is if you actually go look on Amazon of all places, it actually tells you different card names of different things. And what yeah, there's gonna be like a let down your hair yeah. card. So I'm curious if like maybe and that's why maybe there's a play card thing at the or wait is there hold on yeah there is like if you go to Rapunzel's tower and Rapunzel's there and you play let down your hair if it's like if Rapunzel is at Rapunzel's tower gain like two or three trust or something like that you know because you know she's gonna move at the end of the turn so it's like a bonus for having her be there um I think that'll be interesting to say the least. Yeah. All right. Oh wait, it says it says um for Pete's fate deck that you'll have Steamboat Willie, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, and more. Okay. Except Steamboat Willie is an item. I think they yeah. meant wait, to what? say Mickey Mouse. Yeah. With Steamboat Willie. Yeah, because he was named Willie before. Yeah. It's, it was really no. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, they the they confirmed it in one of the articles. It defined is yet? Yeah. Because it was like. Steamboat Willie came out before they decided on Mickey versus Mortimer. Yeah. So. Right. Same right. character, just it wasn't named yet. All right, we're ready to move and on to I Cruella. It, it'll just be Mickey in the fate deck. Uh, sure. Yeah. Cruella. Okay. Cruella. yeah. Cruella. Let's talk about Cruella. Cruella. So, her, quickly, like... her goal. Uh, start your turn with 99 captured puppies. First off, fantastic. Fantastic way that they've done this. By just looking at it, I'm like... I'm totally in on playing this character. Um, mm -hmm. It looks super fun. So, And the best part is, everything she has is in a perfect crimson red. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That's going to be great. It is tasty. And her figure, <laughs> best figure in the game. Like, best Yay. figure. There's no... I, I would probably, like... I mean, in terms of, like, the actual color of it, yes. Maybe not the overall it design, looks, no. But it looks like, too simple for me. You know? 
I gotta, I gotta see the spotted one first. I gotcha. Oh, uh, the spotted one. If you go on the target website, you can see it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not super low, spotted. Kind of low res. It's like really pep. It almost looks more peppered than really spotted. It still looks cool though. Effect. Um. And I'm not sure how I feel about the movers being a different color from the board. I think it definitely works for Cruella because Cruella herself, the whole black and white thing that works and having her be red would probably look kind of weird. Um, yeah. It was like uh, Mother Gothel is kind of, because I think they wanted her to be yellow, oh. but if the board is yellow, then you can't read anything on the, because the, the writing is like a gold color and that would just be completely invisible if her color was that yellow the for figuring. Yeah. And I think maybe having a brown figuring would also look terrible because it would just look like a poop flower. I don't know. Yeah, but... I agree. It's it's interesting choices of colors to say the least. They're obviously they're really doing something different with this set. Yeah, this time around for sure. Yeah. Um I would have to say between the three, the most the one I'm most excited for is Corella though. I think overhaul, like what we've seen so far with her cards and like how they interact yeah, with the board I, and like with the tokens, which we'll get into, I think is, I think I it's think like not too crazy, but it's also like really thematic <laughs> and it seems like it's going to work out really well. And like, even if she's like not very good, she at least looks fun to play um, uh -huh. to try to figure that like puzzle out. But also like Hell Hall is a fantastic location and it's not like, okay, so... Radigan has a five action space, but he also has a three action space. Evil Queen has a five action space, but one of those actions is her unique action and she kind of needs to have it. And that makes sense. Cruella, I'm, I'm, why, why does she have a five action space? Because all of her other actions, yeah, all I of her know. other spaces. Well, I think is, it's this. I think it's her this. Fate? Um, her other fate's at the house. She's got one at Milk Farm and one at the house. Yeah. Oh, it is at the house? Yeah, it's um, at the house. But the reason is, I'm looking at these puppy tokens in this picture, mm -hmm. and they have specific locations on them. Yeah, that was something I'm I was guessing talk about. each of the first three locations is going to have two tiles, and then Hell Hall won't have anything. No, we've so seen one. We, we've seen puppies sure. with... Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's there, right, there right on this picture, there's, there's a puppy token at I Hell Hall. I think each location just look. has three. Well, then that would be 12. Yeah, there are 12 oh, puppies. Makes... Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was completely not thinking about it then. It would have made more sense if Hell Hall didn't have any, but it's fine. So I think, so the tokens with the puppy tokens, I think is interesting because mm. we see it. So it looks like based off some cards. So there's a flashlight card where you you activate it. So it's an activate spot. And then um, the puppy tokens are all in the supply with your power and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, which is right. odd. Yeah. Add it to the specified location, which makes sense. Yeah. So basically, start... use the flashlight to put them on the board, and then use they're, Jasper. Yeah, they're all going to start face down. You're going to shuffle them up, I assume, and then you just pick them randomly and play them. When yeah. You... And they get played. I think what I'll probably like do is have the puppy tokens like in a little baggie, uh, because I'm pretty sure that wear and tear. Oh, eventually, you're going to be able to tell which one is which. So yeah. just, just have like a little baggie. Oh, yeah. I mean that mean the token stuff that they use to, um, to make like the power and Radigan's tile is very well made. So I mean, yes. granted, it will take it wear and tear. Cardboard like, can only last for so long. Yeah, but I mean, I'm still impressed with like the quality of this stuff. Like I, I think that's one of the things that blew me away. Like first time I ever played the game was like, wow, the production on this game is like, we want this game to stay together for a long time. You know, it's oh. Ravensburger. Yeah, yeah, they care. <laughs> um, but with the tokens, it seems like so. Obviously, it's cool. They're eleven. It's twenty-two. I assume there's at least like one thirty-three in there, maybe. Um, I think like uh, each of the locations is gonna have two elevens and a twenty-two. Just stick with the elevens and the twenty-two. Because okay. having one token covers so much of the objective seems a little funny. When like the closest thing I can relate this to is like Scar's succession pile and Mufasa only goes up to six. That's true. That's only just barely that point. Well, it is kind of funny because this is pretty close to what I was thinking originally for Corella. Like before Evil Comes Prepared came out, I was thinking, oh, Corella will have puppies in her fate deck, and then she'll have to capture them. And then came out, I was like, oh, that's basically what I was envisioning for Corella. And this way around, they can do it having you capture puppies without too many puppies being in the fate deck. Yeah, that was so my then, biggest concern. Because if you puppies in the fate deck, then you're going to like a, a third of your fate deck is cards that Corella wants out. 
So yeah. this way you can still have the full fate deck, but also have the capturing. Yeah. And it seems like the the fate deck cards are going to be like, so we see Pongo right here. You can't capture puppies at his location. And it makes sense. The colonel is like, you move a hero. So I assumed like Pongo and there's other heroes in the deck where like you can move them around to help like either return puppies back to the supply or make it so like, oh, Corel's oh, yeah, at this location, be, about to capture. Be, like, yeah. There's, there's, oh, wait, isn't, isn't Pongo like when it moves, when he's played or moved to a location, you take back puppies? No, Pongo no. is, you cannot. Pongo just oh, can't, from being captured. Can't, yeah, yeah there, then there's got to be a hero that's like, when they move to a location, take back puppies yeah. or something. something yeah, else, because, I mean, yeah. she is a start of turn win, which means there has to be some way to undo her win condition. Yeah. There has to be a card that's uncapture a puppy. Yeah. There's probably there's probably things that'll let you, re like, rescue puppies, and there's probably also things that can take them off of locations. Yeah. Um, yeah, hide them again. And back that into the supply. Sense. So one thing I noticed, too, this is, like, something I wasn't expecting with her, is that she actually has a Vanquish action. Um, I thought that was kind of odd, uh, or at least unexpected, because not to say, like, oh, you're trying to defeat the heroes and some of them are animals. I'm not going on that tangent. But, like, the car, it's a, The car should have been a, an ally. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, she's only technically got, what, two allies, right? Yeah, she's got Jasper and Horus. Yeah, so, like... And, and that's that's just as many allies as Ursula. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and she's obviously going to need to defeat these allies, like, to get them off the board. And like, those are cards that you need to capture puppies. So I assume one, yeah. she's got a way to defeat without using her allies, because <clears throat> obviously, like Jasper doesn't even have a thing on them that says like, oh, if he's used to vanquish, he's not taken off the board. You know, um, she may have like a thing like mortality potion that. Yeah, yeah, because it's also she might have something a like a there's like a card she might on have Jasper. like a permanent yeah she might have something that's like a permanent um Alfixia that lets you play actions that are covered as long as the item's out or something. Yeah, I'm just I'm kind of curious how that's gonna work because um now granted I do if you look at all the spaces every space does have a card play action on the bottom. So who knows? Yeah, so she's. Definitely going to be heavy on the. Where's her power? Card manipulation. Um, her power is. I see. I see one power on the right, and then I don't see any other. Uh, she's powers. got a game so, three at the bottom countryside. of countryside. Okay, and so it's on countryside. Game one at the top of the milk farm. Yeah, so she's got okay. power. Yeah. God, I don't and like all these spaces I'm that don't have really power. I'm looking really closely actions. at the uh, "I live for furs" card, and it looks like that's. Oh. Yeah. yeah, power ramp too. It's so. like oh, a, she doesn't ramp. have a game two power. Yeah, ramp. I was about to ask. I was like, she does not have a game I'm two. I'm wondering if that doesn't have something to do with the fact that Hell Hall has five actions. Ooh, yeah, and that would have been where I would have put the game two is Hell Hall. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering but if, if they created that extra there. power in favor of. That's what I'm saying is that could oh, have been okay. a game two instead, but mm. they put an extra play card or added the discard there. Yeah, I live for yeah, furs is kind give of her a little um, more. like very merry on birthday sort of. Yeah, it's, yeah, I live for furs is just power ramping. I, th I think it's because really... they wanted to have her have two move an item or allies and two activates, and in order to get in everything else, um, they had to make Hell Hall a five action. Because if you look at like Queen of Hearts, she has two activates but only one move. Same for Jafar. Right. Um, and then Ursula has two moves, but only one activate. Yeah. This is, she's going to be really interesting. I'm really looking where's, forward to uh, playing her. Where's her second activate? Uh, it's, uh, it's at Radcliffe. Top of Radcliffe. It's covered by Pongo okay. on yeah. the picture. Yeah, you can look. You can see it if you go to the Amazon link. They got the. They got it yeah. covered over there. They got a lot more stuff on there. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm just man. It is some weird stuff. But, um, for sure. I am excited for all three of these, and may I just say the fact that they chose to go with the classic Pete is very Kingdom Hearts Timeless River, and I love it. Oh, yeah, I knew you were going to be it's excited. It's just bringing back use, that entire... They well, they did use classic Pete. They used oh. all of the black and white stuff, and they had a similar thing in Kingdom Hearts 2, actually, where you had four little mini-games to play as part of that world. Huh. huh. Yeah, I forgot about that. So... Yeah, it's a very close parallel, and it makes me happy. And I just realized something. So the airport was a level. Um, what was the the was it the Podunk? What's the last one? Podunk Landing. Podunk Landing. What's the po I forget what Podunk Landing is. 
Was it's that card shot? Willie. Yeah, actually, oh, okay, I actually it. went through and found the old cartoons that Pete was in, and I figured out which, which uh, short corresponds to which location. And it's um, Steamboat Willie, the male pilot, that's the airport one, okay. uh, Two-Gun okay. Mickey, that's Frontier Town, and Mickey's service station is the service station. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, I'm Because so, I was thinking not too long ago, actually, um, that it was weird that they weren't going to try to get in, you know, the original Disney shorts from... Yeah. Back when they were still playing against uh, Fletcher Studios or whatever it was. Uh, and if they were going to try to make a character out of it, Pete would have been the one to do it. Because Pete was kind of the generic stand-in for whatever villain they needed at the time. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they managed to bring Pete in and cover that genre or that entire era of Disney's history here just is incredible. It's pretty impressive. Um, but I do think this makes Chernabog less likely because a lot of us were thinking that Chernabog, that would, Chernabog be would be Mickey. In Mickey. Yeah. I disagree on one thing and one thing alone. <clears throat> Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey has always been a separate entity from yeah. the yeah. rest of Mickey's persona. They could just, they could just call him the Sorcerer's More so Apprentice. than anything else. They could just call him Sorcerer's Apprentice yeah. and I still guess. do it fine. Yeah, and Chernabog is still what I really am hoping for. I'm not it, saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying it's be a little less likely. But I still think because Fantasia was a very big experiment on Disney's part, and it was really popular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, it, it wasn't kind of a mistake. That's the whole point. They lost money because it was World <laughs> War II. <laughs> I mean, it was popular enough for them to remake it. So well, that's because like it became like a cult classic because they did like reissues over the years. When it originally came out, it lost money so hard, and so did Pinocchio. Honestly, that's like actually, those. A lot of those older movies, there we only know about them now because they did reissues. It's like, oh, we've already got a movie. It's, it costs us less to reissue an old movie than to make a whole new movie, and that's when they got their money back. Yeah, and that was like in the seventies and the eighties they did that, and then they did oh, we'll throw them on video cassette. Let's um, get a Disney Parks villain. <laughs> yeah, actually, this is one thing. But before we, because so we're gonna transition to the future. So we were getting on this topic. But one more thing I want to point out about Pete: we do have the return of Captain Hook's additional action card stuff. So yes. like, we see the yeah, big blue and Steamboat Willie. They have a one power and a move. So I'm kind of curious what that's gonna play into all of what it, Pete's nonsense nonsense is. It makes it makes me wonder if his one of his goals won't have something to do with actually having a certain amount of heroes in yeah. the realm huh. because if you have if you have incentive to put heroes on the board and then give yourself additional actions for when those heroes are there it makes sense yeah um because no one else in the game really has that kind of effect and the reason hook has it is because He's got so many heroes he's working around, and he's playing himself. Like, you don't necessarily want TikTok gone, or you don't necessarily want the Lost Boys gone all the time, if that makes why sense. Would, right. Why would, you want, why would you want TikTok to stay? Because TikTok is a free discard to get down to the map if you don't have it already, basically. Oh, oh but that's if, he, if he's out early and you don't have map early. Okay. Right. Or worthy opponent or something. It's, e it's easy to take advantage of TikTok being there. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but they're probably but I mean, not usually you'd rather happen. just do the discard cards action so you can like select what you want to keep, if anything. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah, but sometimes you don't. You desperate times call for desperate measures. Believe me, I'm used to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say you play you play Ursula and Hades enough that I've seen <laughs> that you 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 abide by that. So. Um. It, TikTok kind of makes me th because they're both alligators or um because they're both alligators it makes me think of um like if you go to voodoo emporium and lewis is there and he makes you put in a math spirit yeah. in the fortune pile yeah yeah that would suck. all right so we're gonna transition we talked enough about these wonderful new villains um so that we're, we're, we are very excited about them um i'm just ready to crack <laughs> crack them open just kind of figure them all out it's all new all new meta, all new characters, all new things to explore. But one thing I do want to quickly, not and we don't want to ignore the fact that this is coming out, but I think the big thing now this opens up, especially when we saw Pete, is who else is coming? 
because we obviously were talking about this on our Discord channel. You can find our Discord channel in the in the in the con or the description below. And there's lots of lots of stuff we can kind of digest here about where we think the Just game is going. Guaranteed. Yeah. So I want to I want to kind of crack I want to crack it open and kind of see. I definitely agree. Gaston is the next big headliner. Um, the thing is, do we think there? How many more expansions do we think are going to exist? How I well? Think at least one more. I would say at least one. I yeah. I think it might be. Sure. I think it might be at least one and maybe two. I don't I've think there will be three more. I've convinced myself that three is a pretty good chance. Um, I almost talked myself into thinking maybe they'll do five and get it all the way up to 30, but that would be stretching it a little bit. That's a little bit of a stretch. That'd be I crazy. I think 24 would be a good number of characters to end it off on, and that's three or more expansions. Yeah. So. Because um, I, I, think... I, I, I think three is likely. I definitely, I, one more is guaranteed. There's definitely going to be a summer expansion. Yeah. And I was mentioning this uh, in the Discord too, but it'll have been four years if they do three more expansions which is about the lifetime you can expect for a project like this. Yeah. Um, if they were to tack another year on, that would just be because, you know, it manages to stay that relevant that long, which yeah. would be cool, don't get me wrong. But I don't know that it's going to make it that far. I'm I, think, gonna, yeah. next, I would expect three. Next, I want next. them to keep going until they do the Horn King. That's <laughs> what I'm holding out for. Well, I wonder if we'll still have the server up and running by then. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll find yeah. out. Um, what is it? Um, I my biggest so thing the is survey headliners. characters. That's headliners. my thing. Yeah. Is, um, Gaston. There's Gaston. a survey in case y'all watching didn't know. There was a survey either right after the first set came it's out. It's down now, right? Or, yeah, it's yeah, down. it's yeah, been it's, down for a long time. Okay. But and it was revised apparently at one point that took a bunch of the weird characters out. I yeah, think they, to it down to... they also took out a, um, some characters after the expansions came out. I think it was still yeah. up a little bit after um, Evil Comes but, uh, Yeah, yeah it was, because I, was, I saw it when they I was got it, yeah. pared it down to, I think, probably, what we say, 10 now that... I think it was 10. Perfectly Rich has been up. announced. Uh, 10 more characters that they had in the survey. Do we have and a screenshot I'd... of what used to be there? best guess uh we've got a list of who they are some yeah i can pull um, it up really fast hold on but i don't think they would have felt confident putting a character on a survey if they had not had at least an idea of what they would do for the character in development what were some of the weirder ones that were on the list um uh, well horn king was initially i think he was one that got oh. taken off yeah, he got taken off pretty but quick. But he was one that was on there. Uh, Madame Mim is in there. Gaston's in there. Edgar um, is in there, and I have Edgar from the Aristocats. I wa I rewatched that recently, and I can't see a way for. Um, yeah, I saw it recently too. I can't see it working. He would be the one on that. That that's the one I was thinking. Like that entire list, he's the one that stood out as you can't do this. Like, is so, is there a character that we have already that's in the game that we pretty much thought that it wouldn't work? No, I mean I thought anyone like Pete that would yet. be a little outlandish, but they made it happen. I mean, I was surprised they did Radigan as soon as they did. I was amazed that Radigan even happened because I yeah. almost didn't remember that movie even existed. I didn't know it existed <laughs> until the expansion got announced. Me too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that survey, if you take Edgar out, because who cares? Yeah, <laughs> um, will be a really good indication of the kind of things we can expect to see in the future. I have the, I the rest of the characters. Like, Don is a shoo-in. Yeah. Um, He's got the list. I have it's got to be Sean Yu, right? Yeah, well, so let me read the list off really fast. So we have Chernabog, okay. Corella DeVille, mm -hmm. Edgar, Gaston, King Candy, Lady Tremaine, Madame Mim, Madame Medusa, Mother Gothel, and Shere Khan. What yeah, is so some Medusa of those have already been from... done. Yeah. Medusa's from The Rescuers, which is another uh, great mouse detective oh. 70s era. I watched, I watched the one Rescuers that uh, has, is basically just a foil of Cruella Deville. Yeah, like, like originally there was going to be Cruella Deville, uh, but then they decided to make a whole new one. If they're going to do a Rescuers villain, I would rather have McLeach because McLeach is more entertaining and he's also from a better movie. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. What movie would that be? The Rescuers, the Rescuers Down, Down Under. Under. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's an yeah. amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Um. 
But like I said, minus Edgar, most of those, I don't think they would have put on the list if they didn't have something for already. So I haven't watched Sword in the Stone in a long time. Madame so. Mim would be hilarious. I, I mean, she only shows it. up at the end, but like, so does Queen of Hearts. Yeah. And she would probably be pretty similar to Queen of Hearts because she just wants to play and, a game. Yeah, Queen of Hearts <laughs> just wanted to do the croquet thing. And Madame Mim, I think if you took the concept of the wizard's duel and made that her deck, you could have so much fun with that. Mm -hmm. yeah. That would be it, so it, different it, from anything we've Disney seen. Owns, Disney owns the Muppets now, right? Oh, no. Uh, no don't do that to the Muppets, there. man. Muppets. Don't do let's that. Let's not go there. <laughs> no, I love the Muppets, but don't put them in this game. Um, I, was, I don't want Pixar. I don't want Muppets. I don't want Marvel. I, don't want, just, I just want yeah. Disney. Yeah, me <laughs> and too. The ones that are not on the on that list that I think still have a chance, uh, Oogie Boogie. It's too popular yeah. not to have. He wasn't uh, on the list? He, he was, was originally not, on it. Enough. Yeah. He was one of the original ones. Uh, he got taken Judge off Frollo. of all the Pixar ones. I will yeah. always think oh, Judge huh. Frollo has a chance. Yeah, I just don't know um, how they're going to do it. I, I think mean, he, I've sort of done it. <laughs> okay, if they can do Cruella and get around yeah, the whole can... animal cruelty thing, okay. I think yeah. there's a way. There's, yeah, there's a, a way. And Hunchback of Notre Dame was huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, it was. Uh, it definitely made more money than Hercules. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and is here. Um, wait, wait, what? Who else wasn't on the list? Uh, um, Shan Yu from Shan Yu. Yeah, yeah, Shan the Yu. One that, yeah. yeah, Shan Yu, who's kind of a... I don't want to say he's human, but it's weird that he's not on that list. He makes way too much sense Long because, honestly, anything. like, my way I picture him is, like, so you know how we saw Pete's goal where it's, like, have 10 strength at a location? My thought was, like, all right, so his deck is mainly filled with allies, and each location has, like, a little symbol on it that's, like, a strength number. And the goal is that you're supposed to have allies at each location that are equal to or higher than the strength number. And, like, the Fate deck is, like, trying to uh, either move um, allies around or discard allies and stuff like that. Um, I think that'd be really because his whole thing is he's trying to conquer China. So, and it would make sense like each one has a different value to it. And I think that's like really easy to develop. And like all the heroes are really easy to like figure out what you want them to do. Um, I'm just surprised he's not in it yet. I guarantee it has something to do with the fact that the Mulan movie is not the same as the original Mulan movie. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to get into that conversation because, uh, but I mean, yeah. the new, the new Corella isn't going to be like Dalmatians, is it? I think so. I have no idea. I have no. I, we but have I not think, seen anything about that. One of the reasons that. why we haven't gotten Sean Yu yet is because most of the villains we've seen, the movies they're from, the villain is the more entertaining part. Like Sleeping Beauty, you remember <laughs> Maleficent. You don't remember Aurora. No. Like uh, even Little Mermaid, you remember <laughs> Ursula. Um, and then like uh, Great Mouse Detective, you remember Radigan. Emperor's New Groove, you remember Yzma. Uh, Lion King, you remember Scar. Um, whereas Mulan, you remember Mulan. Right. Sean Yu is kind of in the background. I mean, if we want to so be completely technical, they would probably technical. add Sean Yu because they would want to add Mulan. If right. we want to be completely technical, you don't remember Mulan from Mulan. You remember Mushu. Oh. Yeah. No, I remember Mulan. Mulan is delightful. It's on your cow. I, I, I need my Eddie Murphy in my life. Um, but yeah. Uh, I think with let's put in uh, let's put in Master Gracie from the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> oh no! Uh, well, I mean, Mother Gothel clearly proves that they're willing to step outside tradition line. Right, right. So I think like she's the first step towards definitely people um, remember Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. They don't really remember I agree Mother Gothel. With I, King Candy being I, on that list, I expect yeah, him to show up. So. I I think King Candy would work, but I'm. I'm not I expecting still want him. King Candy. I, I want I am him. For, I, I want, want a pink box. I mean, when I saw <laughs> the salmon, it's obviously it's like sickly sweet or something. I am like, so okay. down. That'd be kind of cool. When I saw him on the survey, uh, he's the one I voted for because, of course, I did. Yeah, I put in my um, vote for him. I put for who? Yeah, I think for King Candy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Please. I think he was. I think, I think he'll be, so... be like. I think he'll be like Radigan, where he switches and... to Turbo. I still, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I still have dreams of there being a, like a monster theme set that's Chernobog, Oogie Boogie, and King Candy. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. It's like one of the, like, September, October releases for Halloween. Oh. I still support that as oh, being a would feasible option. You, would, you, would you do King Candy's alternate as Turbo or the Turbo Cyber, um, Cybug? I would just do Turbo. Okay. Honestly, myself, because the Cybug thing, who cares? That didn't 
like it looked so cool. It looked True. cool, but I, I had, would do the he had great one-liners. Probably the similar route to Radigan. I might do it as like, I think it's more likely that it would be King Candy becomes the cybug, and that's I might accept character. it as like a Maleficent dragon form scenario where they give a uh, nod to it as the card. Uh, just just not really worry actual. about it. Uh, dude, that would be sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I sincerely think King Candy. Here's the here's like the most outlandish thing that could happen, but I'm not expecting it. Go for and it. And that would be the guy from Roger Rabbit. Oh, that'd oh, be Judge out Doom. there. Doom? Yeah. Um, I, it would be possible, but I'm not expecting it. I, yeah. I I, again, no. I, I I think that's very unlikely. Yeah. Because what you're looking at is most of the movies that we've seen so far are the ones that are classics, yes, but also uh-huh. kind of are more aimed at kids, I guess. <laughs> uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame really starts skirting that line as far as uh, which focus you want to go there. And by oh. the time you're at Who Famed Roger Rabbit, are you kidding me? I mean, like, I mean, rat, I mean, freaking great mouse detective have mouse strippers in it, basically. So yeah, I, yeah, I watched that. I watched the, the movie for the okay, first time yeah, recently. The only time. I remember watching that movie. I was like four, and I completely <laughs> missed it. <laughs> oh, no. You can't miss I, that with I watched it. I watched can't. it for the first time recently, Great Mouse Detective, and I got to that part. I'm like, wait a second. This is a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's weird. the 80s, like 70s, 80s were a different time. <laughs> it was. Um, the 80s. And here's my so question like, to all of are... you. This is my question yeah. to all of you really fast. So of the survey, if you had to pick three, who's your three? Like, who do you think uh, is guaranteed – to make it uh, okay Gaston, Gaston not who we King want, Candy. But who we think is gonna get yeah in. like i like i i'm gonna keep saying like i want Oogie Boogie more than anybody but i know he has almost like a 50 percent shot of making it and i'm gonna throw him out this if we're looking at this list right now who do you think if are the i three? looked if i saw the list and i picked three that i'm like absolutely sure are gonna get into the game i would probably say gaston i think king candy has enough of a shot and then was um, Sean, you on the list? He was not. He is not on the list. Oh. No, mm. he's rumored. Yeah, I, um, they might make um, Cinderella work. Yeah, that's no. the one I'm thinking. Is Lady Tremaine has to happen? Yeah, Cinderella yeah. and Cinderella Beauty and the Beast are the only two headline. classic princess movies that aren't covered yet. Okay. So I don't, I don't think Lady Tremaine is well known enough to headline so i'm, I'm going to double Not down to headline, on my, no, my, I don't on my think... pink box i want my pink, pink box, box with king candy it's called sickly sweet talk to me ravensburger uh, it's going to have king candy's <laughs> headliner lady tremaine um and then who would be like a third that would sort of fit in with that theme I, there's no way you can't have gaston in this game though that's the problem like, yeah, so Gaston can headline his own box. Well, okay. Yeah. I had always brought up like the conquest sort of Gaston, Sean Yu, maybe Shere Khan, maybe something in that mindset. <laughs> yeah. Shere Khan was um, who again? It was a uh, Jungle Book. Uh, Jungle Book. The snake? He's a tiger. The tiger. Yeah, he's a tiger. The tiger. Yeah. Um, I had thrown around the idea in my head of having a diplomacy kind of thing with Lady Tremaine and Gothel and Cruella, but that didn't happen. Oh, um, so what was, what was somebody saying that like they couldn't use Gaston or um Clayton? They can't use Clayton because the licensing rights to Tarzan are impossible what? to navigate. Yeah, because you can use Clayton, yeah, but it makes no sense to do Clayton. The rights yeah. to the Chronicles of Prydain, so they could do the Horned King. They sure. did. And like the Horn King is up there in terms of stuff I could like to see, but if it had to come off just that list, Lady Tremaine has a good shot. Gaston has a good shot. King Candy. King King Candy, yeah. Really? I I feel like, because here's the thing. King Candy, Mother Gothel, Frollo, getting into Yzma all kind of represent the modern Disney era, so to speak. Um, the only other thing you can really do is pull Hans, pull no. whoever the thing from Coco was, and I don't want them to do that. No, no, so no, I'll no take, Pixar, no Pixar. I'll thing. take, yeah. I'll take King Candy. Wow, and I mean, the they could modern. potentially do the the mask guy from Big Hero Six. Yeah, okay, Yokai would be sick. If I they're going to that. do a Pixar movie, they're probably going to wait until Onward comes out and do whoever the villain is from that. If there even is it, though. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, mean, I'm I don't know that there's, there's going to be, be much of a villain for that movie. I don't know. Uh, not in the same vein as these, anyway. Yeah. So um, I mean, it's, it's it's a brothers road trip. I don't think there's going to be a villain. Yeah, unless one of the one of the villains is one of the brothers. You know, you get one of those like <laughs> Toy Story one movies where tw- where Woody is strictly the villain. You know, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. If, if I what had do to you pick, call a character that's a protagonist and an antagonist at the same time. Protagon, protagonist. <laughs> Words. Protagonist. Antihero. Oh. Yeah. Anti-hero yeah. Works. I guess. Well. Well. A protagonist. Oh, there's, okay. I remember learning in fucking middle protagonist, school. Protagonist. I love that. For it. Um. God. Is there? I'm pretty there sure it's antihero. I'm pretty sure. It's, 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 not, it's not for like a protagonist antagonist, but it's like it's a word for a protagonist who's kind of a dick and never learns anything. Like Huckleberry Finn tends to be like, oh. yeah. No, I get. I see what you're saying. Um, if I had to pick from the list, and you guys are gonna hate me for this, all right? Because I'm gonna go against the grain, and this is what I honestly believe. If he had, if the last expansion came out August time, which I assume which will come out, the three from this list: Gaston, Tremaine, mm-hmm. yeah, and Shere Khan. My, okay. my. So yeah, here's my reasoning for not including King Candy. I think he does have more of a shot. You guys have convinced me more. Having said that, um, I feel like between King Candy and Khan, King Candy probably has a cooler design aesthetic. But I think what people remember from Wreck It Ralph is really the character Wreck It Ralph, and not to say King Candy's a bad villain. I do think he's a good villain. I just don't think design-wise, because we were even you guys mentioned it is like it's way too much like Radigan, where it's like he has this one mode. He's trying to win a race. He's trying to erase Penelope from existence. Wow. And then he gets to this point. He Wait. flips, goes turbo. Everything goes batshit what crazy. If, what if? What if his turbo or cyborg version? What if he has another? What if he has another deck for that? I think that'd, that'd be, be going neat. way too weird. But um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool, but I don't know that. Um, we have evidence here already. Uh, Shere Khan is so, like, poorly known. Like, we, it's like, like, if we just had him mistaken for Ka, for crying out loud. Yes, it's like, true. King Candy <laughs> has so much more popular value than Shere Khan does. Like, I understand them wanting to bring Shere Khan because the Jungle Book itself was a good movie. But if you get to the point where the character's name gets lost in the midst of you all have, these... Okay. Little you have minor heroes. Like, you have heroes for him, but like, what? What's he gonna do? I mean, I think his whole gimmick is the fact I mean, that his like goal he kills is Mowgli. Yeah. So like his thing is he's trying to find Mowgli. He defeats heroes by like playing a card, you know, and he like pays power to defeat them like so. He doesn't have allies out on the board. Um, I think. I mean, he he would have Ka as an ally, but I, there aren't really any other possibilities for allies for no. you can use him to hypnotize heroes <laughs> yeah that's true you could do something weird like that um i don't i think i just don't i'm just really conflicted because i think you guys make some really good points for king candy but i just don't i still i still want believe that like if you ask the common person who watched wreck it ralph i don't think they'll talk about king candy like us that are in more to this movie stuff we might talk about it more but <laughs> oh, like, i talked about king candy like, i know you I like king candy a lot like, yeah, yeah um uh no but it's gotta be zangief oh yes we need zangief that's what we need we need a grappler in our Crushing disney villains Zangief's game that's what we skull. need um sure, we, we, we need our um 360 motions you know, crush Ookie's skull like sparrow's egg between his thighs. <laughs> that was that was a beautiful quote. Okay. Um, uh-huh. but um, I think I think that's my gut feeling. I don't think so. I guarantee you, the next expansion has to gas, have Gaston in it. I don't mm-hmm. think we're unless seeing... they want to save him for the very last headliner. Yeah, which would be really odd. Assuming that the next one isn't the last. No. But my question I think is, as soon as like... Gaston comes and he's the face. I think when Gaston comes and he's the face of the box, I think that's the last one. Because, like, I I mean, who else would you use to headline? I think Oogie's, like, the only one that would be... Like, and we're just talking marketing here. Like, I'm not saying all these other I characters can't King do Candy it. I still think King Candy could headline. You still think? 
again, pink box, sickly sweet, get at me, Ravensburger. <laughs> I, 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 you got me there. That that does we sell me a little bit more. <laughs> that does do it. Um, yeah. Um, if they do decide to use Chernabog, I think they could get away with Chernabog headlining just because he's such a like, we need icon a almost. Yeah, I think Not a blue that box anybody is necessarily knows his name, but like everybody knows that image of the demon in, on top of the mountain. Sure. Yeah. Like, there's nothing too much. There's going to be a new movie at the end of this year called Raya and the Last Dragon. I think it's based on like Vietnamese folklore or something. We know nothing about this movie. Maybe there is a villain. Maybe they could do a tie in there. I mean, I was thinking they would do a tie in for Frozen 2, but then Frozen 2 didn't have a villain. The villain was your past. The thing is, like, they had a sort of an opportunity with Mulan to do a tie-in, and a little bit uh, later on remake movie. Cruella movie, and they're not doing it, or they didn't do it. No, yeah, Cruella. I mean, when, when does Cruella even come out? Comes this out summer. in December, sometime. like the summer, yeah. which would have been, you know, the right time for the next expansion. Um, I don't think they're worrying about tie-ins. I don't think that's something we can yeah. rely. On. Yeah, obviously not anymore. No. So you think um, that Evil Comes Prepared was coincidence with the Lion King? Reveal? I think it's very coincidental. Oh, I think I it was. About that. Yeah, I think it was. I think Scar I was too popular not King. to include him that early in the expansions. I didn't. Yeah. I for, I kind of forgot Lion King live action movie came out. Everyone did. Yeah, don't worry. I never yeah, no, watch yeah, it a little bit. It. I only heard the soundtrack, and it's not inspiring. Oh yeah, no, it's don't even bother. It's gonna make you sad. Um. um I mean, yeah, honestly, I I'm not even that big a fan of the original movie. Yeah. Well, that's a discussion You're, for him. Yeah, yeah, we'll save that for <laughs> we'll save that for off the podcast. Sims fighting. Well, we'll wait until we're talking about Scar. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, right. we'll yeah, save so, the Civil War for our next show. So, <laughs> not not on the list. Who is like your number one wish list character that's not on the list? Horned King. Yeah, Boogie. Uh, so I knew that one. Boogie. Boogie. I I want Oogie. I also actually really like the Horn King. I think those two. I am the anti. I'll take either one. Yeah, I know you All don't right, want Oogie. So yeah. Completely unrelated to you guys, I want Silver from Treasure Planet. Yes, I would love. Uh, see, That'd be great. Uh, shut up. Maybe the thing Bye, is, <laughs> that movie came out in the middle of one of Disney's worst times. So did Emperor's New Groove, but date. we got Yzma. Emperor's New Groove. Was at the very, was it like in the middle or was it the very end? I think of it was two thousand. Okay, it you're the right one who doesn't Tarzan. like Lilo and Stitch, so you're not allowed to what? talk. Who yeah. doesn't like Lilo yeah, and Stitch? I hate Stitch? it. I hate it. Excuse I hate it. Who? I think it's okay. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. I'm going to have to um, <laughs> take back your life privileges. <laughs> no, I totally get that. That's yeah. what I was saying. Y'all, y'all probably won't like. Okay, yeah, there you go. Okay, I want, uh, I want King Candy. I want Gantu and I want Silver. There we go. That's my next expansion. See, <laughs> screw theming. <laughs> Those are my characters. If I wanted a dream set, I think it'd be Oogie. But Gantu isn't even really a villain. I don't care. Like, he's kind of an antagonist, but he's not really like a villain. The movie's about like. Okay, fine. Then do Stitch the movie and do Hamsterville. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, let's stay away from the direct to VHS nonsense. Now, um we need I, direct to VHS. I got that stuff on DVD. I think I think we're gonna wrap Either up this way. conversation because we're almost we're right <laughs> at good. the hour mark. But I think this is really right. great. I think overall I think we've learned that no one wants Oogie. I think we all want King Candy more than Oogie Boogie. <laughs> no, I want Oogie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been telling you this. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta give you some crap. Um, well, you guys have had me more convinced on King Candy, so I'll give you guys that. You guys have changed my mind. So how yeah, about that? I, I'm kind of. I'm. Yeah, I think I've changed my way. Would be of the modern characters they have to pick from. I think he's the best. He's the best one because uh, Mother Gothel is the most recent character, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and before that it was Isma. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, no, Doctor Facilier. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Facilia was 2010. <laughs> that's right. Best character no, in the game. Too. One of my favorites. That was not close enough. No. Wasn't, yeah, he um, was the same. It, Princess and the Frog was the same year Avatar came out, right? 
See, yes, this will yeah. really make y'all hate me. I didn't ever watch Princess and the Frog either. I just know the stuff. Oh, really? People didn't. You should pro- okay, yeah. I don't hate you for that. I'm just, you should probably watch the movie. It's a pretty good I movie. Probably should. It's actually it not a bad movie. Like, believe it or not, it's actually but really good. The thing good. is, and I'm going to go ahead and just be honest with this because I can't. I live in Louisiana and there <laughs> are no stereotypes. No, yeah, I gotcha. Oh, dear. Yes, yes. There, there are jokes that you will only understand if you live in Louisiana. Oh, no, I, I, I forgot I, to make <laughs> I forgot to make this joke earlier, but I was gonna say like move over, Doctor Facilia. You want to take over New Orleans, uh, Sean Yu? He wants to take over all of China. Like that, get on my level. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. And then yeah, there's Doofenshmirtz who just I wants to take over a small city. The the one hurdle uh, to me watching that movie is because uh, the stereotypes. <laughs> oh yeah, I understand that completely. It's gonna be painful. Yeah. <laughs> all right guys i think we'll go ahead and wrap up the show so thank you all so much for listening thank you folks for joining me on this lovely show Heck where yeah. we just I, I i think we went in a direction i wasn't expecting towards the end there but it was great um, <laughs> well until <laughs> next time folks next time on let's get wicked we'll be talking about our tier list and who we think is the best and probably kill each other over the show. Until next time. Disneyville in the Civil War. Are you ready? Are you ready?